Uh, what's up, folks? This is Justin, and um, I'm joined by my lovely co-host, Nathan. How you doing? And welcome to the It Be Like That podcast, where you don't think it be like that. But it do. It do be like that. It do. How's How the weather, doing, Justin? Nate? Snowing. Um, it's, it's fucking April. snowing in Colorado. Yeah. It's April. Yeah. It's going to snow through May. Um, that's life in the mountains. Well, I don't envy you. San Antonio was a beautiful uh, 70 degrees today, light breeze. You know, outside of the whole coronavirus, it was actually a pretty nice day. I hate you. You don't really hate me, um, though. But you I, know I mean, what you I don't. do hate? What's that? How we met. I don't necessarily hate that. Um, so our parents, right, knew each other when they were stationed in the Philippines. And they forced us to hang out when we were – well, when I was living in Houston – I was like, what, third grade? Oof, I don't even Second know. Grade? Cause no, you're what you're a year older than me. Mm-hmm. So what year were you in Houston? It had to be two thousand and two. Okay. So two thousand and two I was in fourth grade? Fifth grade? No, I was in third it could grade two thousand and two. I was, I was in I was in third grade when nine eleven happened. So two thousand two had been fourth grade. Yeah, I, I was in fourth grade, so it had to be like two thousand. Holy shit! Yeah, it was two thousand. So uh, if you're we've that, known each other for like low key twenty years. Two decades, not too bad. Yeah, huh. yeah. Time Anyways, flies. Um, we hung out because we were forced to, and. Your brother and my sister had a pissing match about who was better at chess. Chess. Chess was the big one. That was when uh, he was wildly competitive about everything, and now he can't get competitive about anything. Yeah, caring's kind of hard for him. It, um, it really is. Him. You don't think it'd be like that, but it do. It do but be like it that. I didn't do, man. Yeah, so we did that, and then we were both living in San Antonio, and you know, we'd ask our parents if we could spend the night and play video games and wrestle, because WWE was huge in your house for some reason. We still have the uh, autographed pictures hanging on the walls, believe it or not. I'm not surprised. I mean, you got like Rikishi and Scotty Too Hotty, Team Too Cool. We got The Rock, too. That one must be worth at least tens of dollars by now. You got a China one, right? Yeah, China. We got um, rest in peace, uh, Rip. Grand Grandmaster Sexy and um, fuck, what was his <laughs> other name? Scotty Too Hotty. Scotty Too Hotty. Yep, that's it. We have uh, Lita. We have we have Lita as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Team Extreme. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think we have Triple H. Of, at, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, nineties. You know, Grandmaster Sexy is uh, Jerry the King Lawler's son. No way. Yeah. Yeah, dude, look it up. Hmm. Anyways. Yeah, uh, <laughs> this is – it be like that podcast <laughs> because we're millennial scum and um, – well, we'll get into it later, but we definitely tried to do this in September of uh, 2019 
failed miserably. We never picked it back up. But now because of the coronavirus and we have nothing to do, uh, fuck it. Here we are. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, it's kind of uh, fun being non-essential because then you get a whole lot of free time to realize, wow, I really can't do anything with my life. Yeah, I'm I'm really starting to know what uh, what my dog feels like staying home constantly. Like if I was her, I'd probably eat the couch as well. So it's, it's you know, fine. It's great. We I love mean, this. the cat just the cat just sleeps all day. I wish I had that opportunity, but not all of us are blessed with such uh, gifts. But yeah, so can you before please we go on record with your cat's uh, formal name? Uh, formal name is Sir Paws a lot with a Z because he's edgy, uh, but he goes by Sir Paws for short. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. This is quality content. It really is. I already hear the sponsors <laughs> calling. <laughs> it's just uh, just Petco and, and Chewy. Let me go ahead. heard about Sir Paws. Let me go ahead and warm up the old sponsorship. Like this episode of It Be Like That podcast is brought to you by PetSmart. Really get sued for that? that? Pretty good. That was really good. That's a that's a great sponsor read. PetSmart call us. Nice. Just uh, for every sponsor read, make sure you swallow your mic the way that you just did, and put it as close to your face as humanly possible. Don't worry, um, because that's just that's great. Great audio quality. It sounded like it. I'm pretty sure I peaked, just like I did in high school. I, for a second, thought you said, I think I just peed. I was like, well, it'd be like that. It'd be like that. All right. So before we push recording, we had a small discussion, and that was the best Disney movies based solely off the soundtrack. Now, kind of getting into the discussion, it was kind of hard to – it's hard to group new age disney with old age disney i think the i think the overall mentalities and just the overall i don't want to say the quality but you can definitely tell that disney just has a different vision moving forward so we're talking childhood disney when you were a child when you were a kid what are you talking so my my first disney movie as like a a kid kid was the lion king right uh, we saw it in theaters. It was still is phenomenal. And if we're not talking about soundtrack, we're talking about like best Disney movie. Full stop. I'm saying Lion King because it's it's phenomenal. the The story is basically Hamlet. Um, it has an all star cast, like minus Matthew Broderick. Well, no, we'll give love to Matthew Broderick. Uh, the music was done by Elton John. I mean. Kills. The bad guy's Jeremy Irons. You know who Jeremy Irons was a bad guy for? Die Hard 3. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, fun fact. Um, yeah, that's Scar. You got James Earl Jones, fucking Darth Vader is your like patriarch. Yeah. Um, Jonathan Taylor Thomas was the young Simba. You got Nathan Lane as Timon. I kind of forget who Pumbaa was. But just like, all in all, it's a great film. I mean, but, you can't you can't disregard the soundtrack either. The soundtrack was pretty good. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's iconic. That's fair. That's fair to say. 
Like, can you can you feel the love tonight? Hakuna Matata? Hakuna Matata, man. Bro, that was the anthem for our childhood. I'm just saying, be prepared. Oh, be prepared is pretty good. Be prepared is – but circle of life. Nazavania. Yeah, you nailed that one, buddy. Yeah, thanks. Like you could set that shit as your alarm and every morning you're waking up hyped. Okay, so is that your number one soundtrack? Are we talking in total or are we talking talking, childhood? We're talking – no, no, no. So we're going to break it down. We're going to talk childhood Disney. We're going to talk new age Disney and then we're going to talk overall number one. Okay. Yeah, it's still – it's not my number one though. Like number one soundtrack has got to be Tarzan. I agree wholeheartedly. Philly Collins did not have to go that hard. But he did. But because it'd be like that. It do be like that. You don't think it do. It slaps so hard. I mean, just from jump. I mean, what was the first song? Two Worlds, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, It also has a little bit of in sync in there. Trash in the Camp. Trash in the Camp does have a little bit of in sync. Um, and Phil Collins, which I was a big NSYNC dude growing up. Sorry, like that's just. What's I grew that up one with my song? Sisters. Was it Strangers Like Me? I think that's in there. Oh God, yeah. Um, it like the the kicker is half of those songs are just Phil Collins songs. Yeah, legend. Not like Disney songs that Phil Collins did. They're. Phil Collins songs like you'll be in my heart son of a man strangers like me obviously two worlds which you talked about like come on yeah good for him it's all right good. so now it's- we're, we're gonna go into new age disney oh, so i guess new age we'll call it what we'll call it adult life so we'll say 2010 on is fair game for us because 2010, 2011, 2010 would have put you at 18 because I turned 18 in 2011. So mm-hmm. that's about, that's 2010 is fair game. Yeah, great. What are you taking? Shit. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm going to let you start off on this one because I need some time to process. Okay. So me personally, I can't go against the 2016 smash hit of Moana. That's just hard for me. I loved every song. Every song just just does it for me. And I'm pretty sure I actually had the soundtrack on my phone for a little bit. If I still don't even – actually, I'm pretty sure I still have it on my phone. Yeah. I, would, I, do. I wouldn't be surprised if you did. It I have it on my phone. so hard. It does, you know. So like, Moana, Moana does it for me. Whenever Moana plays, um, I have to watch it. I'm pretty sure it's my most watched movie in my Disney Plus account. And uh, best best song from Moana. What do you think? Oof, we're gonna go with like overall good song or like catchy. No, just like the number one song on the soundtrack. Mm. <laughs> See, because I do appreciate "You're Welcome." But I don't think overall that's the best song. I think if you want to go with best song, it's probably How Far I'll Go. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, that that's the right answer. Oh yeah. Um, it's it's so good. It's real good. It's fantastic. Ten out of ten. Moana hits different for me because I discovered Moana when I got back from my deployment. Um, so Liz was in nursing school, right? So during the day she was like just chilling. I didn't really have a job stateside. So I was like going into the office, sitting there and then leaving in like half days that didn't really matter. Um, I probably watched Moana every day for like a month because it's real good. And you know, you're binging like songs too, too much. Um, when they start pissing off the wife, because <laughs> she was like, "I swear to God, dude, listen to something else." So Moana, Moana hits different, yeah, yeah. So now, are you agreeing with me, or do you have a do you have a separate one? Because I think I know which one's yours. Oh man, so we're we're from San Antonio, right? Um, and we have like a huge. Hispanic heritage in the city. So like, I love Coco because it's dope. But if we're talking from 2010 on, it would have to be frozen. One. Ooh, right? First one. Because Idina Menzel. Oh yeah. Cause Idina Menzel just kills me and um, my buddy, Mike, my buddy, Jake, we'd be driving around in the car, bumping that soundtrack. Like unironically, we were just jamming to it. Uh, do you want to build a snowman? Just, just slaps. So that's your it top goes. song. Do you want to build a snowman? Kristen Bell, Agatha Limon, and Katie Lopez. Oh no, it's got to be "Let It Go," right? Ooh. Has to be "Let It Go." I would say it's the most iconic song on the album. Probably one of the most iconic songs in Disney history. Probably. Yeah, I would definitely. I'm pretty sure on the Disney hit Spotify channel, that's the number one song. You know what? Power of the internet. Let's look it up. Oh, this is this is electric content right here. This really is. So, uh, I mean, it's got to be. Well, okay. Disney it could hits. also be. Ooh, it is into the unknown. So, damn it, Frozen Two that's takes. Fair. Takes the number one spot. And then How Far I Go is number two. True. With Followed your welcome, your welcome being number, number three. three. Holy yeah. hell. Okay. Look at that. So it looks like the masses oh. agree with me more than they agree with you. That's insane though. Where? Yeah. Where is – dang, I don't even see. Yo, you have let to scroll a while to get to Let It Go. Wow. Yeah, Let It Go is – I mean we have songs from Brave before Let It Go. Brave is fire, though, if you're like into that whole Celtic music scene. That is true. Um, Can't go wrong So with it. I do like like Peter Hollins and the High Kings, uh, songs like The Parting Glass and Oh Danny Boy. So Brave really does like scratch an itch. But Zero to Hero is just being shamed on this list. It is so far down. That's another one. Hercules is like a childhood Disney. Hercules had a fire soundtrack. It really did. You can't go wrong with good old Hercules. You really can't. 
Honey, you mean Huncules. Sorry. I don't know why I did that. Yeah. So let's go into overall. Overall. Uh, overall soundtrack? Mm. Mm-hmm. I'm taking Tarzan. Philly Collins was magnificent from start to finish. You know, it, it doesn't make for a good podcast, but I agree. It hands down, like Tarzan was just a cut above the rest. Yeah. It was good. It's still good. I still like bump those. Um, even Trash in the Camp, which was like an NSYNC song. I don't really care. All right. Well, Tarzan won. Tarzan won. Um, which, like, if you disagree with this, at me. Because, like, you're wrong. The answer is Tarzan. Somebody's going to stumble upon this, like, 30 years from now. And there's going to be, like, Frozen 15 or something. And there's like, oh, no, Frozen 15 is way better than Tarzan. Meh. Phil Collins has been dead for 50 years. Whatever. These guys are idiots. They won't even know who Phil Collins is. That's that's the sad part. This is true. It's true. He's getting up there, but he's like he's almost in his seventies, I think. Man, I tell you what, lost during this whole uh, these uncertain times was rough. Was uh, Neil Pert? Oof. That was that was big oof. That guy. If you don't know who Neil Pert is, he's the drummer for Rush. Um, go educate yourself because. Tom Sawyer. Just. Mm. Anyways, sorry. <clears throat> uh, what are you doing these days? <sighs> well, during quarantine, there's not a whole lot to do. So you're trying to stay. I'm just trying to stay as active as possible. You know, I'm really missing the gym right now. I was hoping to actually compete in a powerlifting meet in September. They're actually going to have one in San Antonio. And I was actually going to take part of that, but now with this Corona hitting, I don't think, I don't know if I, if I, that's something I still want to do if I, cause I'll have to get into like restarting the training regimen. And I'm pretty sure my maxes are nowhere near the same as they once were. So right now I'm just waking up, probably out of bed by nine o'clock. Uh, first thing I do is that there's a big field right by my house. So I go out there. Do a little warm up. There's a little circuit based hit training. You know, keep the heart rate up to lose a little weight. Cause the last thing people need to be doing right now is getting fat or just eating, 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 and eating uh, without doing anything else. Make sure that we're staying in shape. And then when I get home, then I'll focus on studying. I'll focus on, uh, you know, trying to get a couple certifications, cyber certifications. So I'm studying for those and then playing video games in between. But that's about it. Go to bed, eat some dinner, or eat some dinner and then go to bed. And yeah, that's pretty much a day in the life of quarantine as a non-essential. That's that's fair. That's way more responsible than I'm being. That's for damn sure. Um, uh, yeah, so b- before the pod we were talking, I'm in between jobs right now. My staff job has been handed over, and I can't do inventories to take command until this whole quarantine thing is done. And because I'm not doing anything, the guidance is stay at home. So, uh, my wife works in the hospital. So periodically a couple days a week, uh, she goes, she's a nurse. She goes and does nurse things. 
I'm just staying at home. Um, I'm walking the dog more, which Lola really appreciates. And like cleaning and cooking. So I think the only place I leave the house for is like the liquor store and the grocery store. Trying a lot of new recipes, which that's good. We got like Cornish game hens on Thursday. Pretty tight. Besides that, man. Tight? Just like. Your your Cornish hens are tight? Tight. Yeah. Wait, do we not say tight in 2020 anymore? I don't know. I mean, nowadays it's probably um, it's probably offensive. It if I'm just being honest, yeah. I, I don't. I don't think it matters. We're we're all inside. We've all regressed. We're all basically dogs. Um, but yeah, yeah, man. Um, trying to stay productive. So, like, checking my work emails. Uh, doing some like financial planning shit that we should have done many, many, many years ago, but we're lazy. It's one of those things where it's like, you have this list of shit that you've needed to do. You just didn't have time. Well, buddy, now you have some fucking time. So, uh, definitely playing a lot of video games though. Yeah. Without a doubt. I should probably stop tweeting. I've been going, the president's going to do it. I'm going to do it. What? Uh, keep my mind off of, I say keep my mind off, but any, and if anything, it keeps my mind on. I've been going down the rabbit holes of uh, conspiracy theories, enjoying my oh, best God. life going down those ones, which we talked about it earlier before we pressed record. So I'm going to lay down this Bill Gates situation for you, kind of give you the, the kind of the, the backstory behind it and then what people are alluding to. And then we're just going to hear we're just going to hear your response as logically as you can hear this. Are you ready for this? The only thing I know about this right now is that you said and I quote Bill Gates mark of beast. Exactly. So, I I guess I'm ready. Hit me with it. All right, so I don't know if you love Reddit as much as I love Reddit, but uh by the month ago Bill Gates did an AMA, which means an ask me anything where people, normal humans can go talk to, you know, one of the richest people on earth um, and see see if he gets an answer. So Bill Gates said, and this is a direct quote, says, uh, the question of which businesses should keep going is tricky. Certainly food supply and the health system. We still need water, electricity, and the internet. Supply chains for critical things need to be maintained. Countries are still figuring out uh, what to keep running. Eventually, we will have some digital certificates to show who has recovered or been tested recently uh, or when we have a vaccine, who has received it. So everyone started picking up on those two big words, digital certificates. So digital certificates, says uh, user the walrus. Uh, are you saying each person individually will receive a document that says we were tested? Can that be used against us? And then somebody replied to them, user telescope horizon says, no, he's saying Microsoft and MIT developed tattoo markers that show whether you have received a vaccine or not. This is coupled with Gates new invention ID 2020, which is a digital ID microchip implanted under the skin. So then 
course, the conspiracy theories all roll out about what's really going on here. Because you know, at the end of the day, it's all about total government control, new world order, you know, depopulation, so on and so forth. Uh, so what they're translating this to is that in the Bible, uh, I believe it was John, if I remember correctly, uh, in the book of Revelations, talk about uh, a mark of the beast will be presented on everybody who falls for it. Basically, they sided with Satan. And then when God comes back up to wipe the world, uh, the people with the mark of the beast are going to be, you know, they're going to be left behind. So what everyone's saying is Bill Gates is creating a vaccine for the masses to actually implant the mark of the beast on everybody and then thus beginning the end of the world, the the great war between angels and demons, la, 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 all that fun stuff. Basically, Bill Gates is the Antichrist we've been looking for this entire time. What? Yeah, buddy. Hold on. Okay. <clears throat> so Bill Gates is helping to fund a vaccine for this pandemic level flu, uh, which is like spreading rampant across the country, uh, across the planet, really. Um, and then there's going to be like a way to tell if you've been giving a vaccine for it. Which, like, good thing they develop a vaccine, which, knock on wood, hopefully that happens soon. Um, and some asshole is saying that the vaccine marker is the mark of the beast, so Bill Gates is funding Team Satan. Exactly. Hmm. And then if you really want the icing on the cake, it's because the reason we're on lockdown is so that they can mass uh, assemble 5G towers because then the 5G towers uh, are apparently full of radiation and they can, uh, with the 5G towers in place and with these marks inside your arms, people are looting that... uh, at a blink of an eye, if the government doesn't think you're, you know, worthy of being alive, the 5G tower can inherently give you cancer or coronavirus or anything that can inherently kill you. <laughs> what? You, what? If you want to have a good time, go down these rabbit holes of people and their cons- and their conspiracy oh theories about God. 5G towers. Right. That is a. That I, is a I, I love a good. I love a good conspiracy theory, right? Like Epstein 100% didn't kill himself. Um, Harambe was an inside job. So it was JFK. But, but the government is going to use 5G towers and a microchip in your arm to give you cancer if they don't deem you worthy of living. Right. All population control. Like, I like far-fetched stuff, right? But... Good God. What? See nah, that? I'm out. There's even, I'm going to send you this photo right now. This is, this is on the, uh, the front page of the, 
uh, Reddit conspiracy uh, homepage. Literally a picture. That's up there with birds aren't real. Look at that. Legitimately says, dear Mr. Gates, we reject your vaccine and ID 2020. We know you want to depopulate us. Sign the people. (laughs) That is, that is phenomenal. It's a good time. Oh, Jesus. That's great. Uh, Have you heard birds aren't real? No, I have not heard birds aren't real. So it's, it's another one. uh, Very similar to that where birds are actually drones that are spying on the people. Um, like all birds? Like to include like chickens yeah, and penguins? Yeah, like every, every bird. Uh, birds aren't real. Okay. If you go to birdsaren'treal.com, um, it's a movement. It's a whole thing. Let me see. Birds aren't real. Oh, it literally says a movement. As soon as you, uh, oh, you can buy a T-shirt. Isn't your birthday you coming up? It's, it, uh, it, it is. Your Actually, is. it's canceled this year. Oh no, buddy! Um, I, I was, I was talking um, to my sister, and I decided that I'm just going to cancel my birthday this year. So I'm going to continue to be 27, and then next year, if we're not quarantined, I'll just jump to 29. Mm, um, actually, she's I'm taking kidding. the same approach. She's skipping her dirty 30 this year. And um, think she's going to be 29 again. I think I remember you uh, you tweeting that. Yeah, it was a tweet. I I don't know if I've mentioned it yet, but the one good thing to come out of quarantine is that my Twitter game is just on fire. Speaking of fire, um, before we get out of here today, let's go into this traffic wreck. Uh, that is this podcasting experience. Is it our fault or is it Zencaster's fault? Uh, it's probably my fault, to be fair. Yeah, I would say that's fair. So, I, 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 yeah, speaking of Twitter, so I tweeted in like September. I was like, I, th- I think I'm going to fuck around and be a millennial and start a podcast. And immediately you just hit me up. You're like, bro, co host, I got you. Which, I dig that level of support. That's pretty nice. Um, anyways, so so we tried. And we recorded a pretty good podcast, I thought. Um, very engaging. Lots of good conversation. Kind of like this. And then we finished it. Wrapped it up. Went to post-production. And was it only you or only me? Uh, you only heard yourself. I only heard myself. Right. Um, and then like work picked up and we just kind of forgot that we had attempted that for October, November, December, seven months. <laughs> just, just put it on the back burner in our defense. Seven months and I- in our defense, coronavirus. Coronavirus, yeah. Um, but then I hit you up earlier, well, I guess last week, technically. And I was just like, I'm really thinking about fucking around and making it work again. And here we are. Well, at so, least at least our test version worked. So 
This puppy's been running at a good old 31 minutes now, so hopefully, just hopefully, this one will come out much better than the uh, failed attempt in September. Oh God, man, I hope so. I think I think um, honestly what hurt the most is that we were so excited in September and then in classic millennial fashion, it did not work one time. So we said, you know what? If it doesn't work, it just doesn't work. And we just gave up wholeheartedly without even trying to address the situation. Like, eh, we gave it the old college try. We're done. We gave it half of the old college try. But uh, but but now here we are. Look at us. Look at us. Insert Paul Rudd.gif. Couldn't be me. Talking about talking about if birds are real or not. They're not. By <laughs> They're, the way, just, you you think they are, but they ain't. If it flies, it spies. Yep, it's a fucking drone. All right, good buddy. Well, all right. I think this one was, you know, I think this one might be might be a record. I think uh, whoever's number one on podcast right now should uh, definitely watch out. Oh, I'm coming for that throat. Yep. Uh, sponsors, if you guys want to send us an email, it is actually we don't have an email, do we? No, we don't. We should probably no. make a Gmail. That'd yeah, be smart. Probably make a Gmail. Uh, just I don't know. Tweet it be like that with the hashtag. It be like that. And then yeah, we'll- uh, J Scooter Twenty One on Twitter. Just just hit me up. I'm literally only talking about day drinking on there. So whatever. Business is business. Well, all right, buddy. Hit the outro. I tell you what, man. It'd be like that. You don't think it do. But it do. It do. See you.